When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Strange Air. Are the waffles all right? I was careful not to burn them. They're perfect, Mom. Thanks. So how was your session with Dr. Blair? <sighs> right. Uh, about that. What's wrong? Did something happen? Don't get upset. Chase, if you tell me not to get upset, I'm going to get upset. It's like when you tell someone not to think about elephants. What's the first thing they do? They think about elephants. Are you done? Yes. It was my last session. I decided to stop seeing Dr. Blair. That's a big decision. It feels right. We could have spoken about it. I'm 21. Are you sure? About my age? No, about stopping therapy. Yes, I'm very sure. Fine. I support your decision. Thank you. And you're sure the waffles are all right? Yes. They're perfect. I have a question. About the waffles? No, about your session. What's the question? Did the two of you talk about what happened at the radio station? A little. And? There's not much to say. I guess that's a good thing. It sure sounded like him. Yes, Chase. It sounded exactly like him, and that's the problem. It sounded like him ten years ago. Malcolm wouldn't sound that way now. He would sound ten years Boy, older. these waffles are so delicious. They might be the best waffles I've ever had. Fine. So, what's on the agenda for today? The USC website has a job board I want to check out. That sounds like a step in the right direction. I just want to find something mindless that will keep me busy till I figure out my next move. Fine. I support your decision. Are you done eating? Yeah, I'm done. Thanks for breakfast. I'll be up in my room looking for a job. Good luck. Today is September 10th, and it's been 12 days since my father called the station. 
I just reached out to Convergence, and Sebastian King is out of town for a few days. We're going to meet in person when he's back. I'm dying to know what kind of job he offered my dad. The thing is, I really like Sebastian. I just don't understand why he withheld that information. And I don't want to assume the worst, but what if the answer has something to do with my father's disappearance? This could be the lead that I'm looking for. Ugh, yikes, no, I, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Before I go down that dark and creepy road, I need to learn more about this guy. I have to dig up as much information as I can find. And I should probably download a Tor browser so I can search the dark web too. So, I've just spent two hours online, and here's what I came up with. Sebastian's life is like a movie. It has a three-act structure. The story begins with him running his own tech company where he makes like a bazillion dollars. During the second act, Sebastian sells his company, joins the seminary, and becomes a priest. (laughs) I bet no one saw that coming. And the third act is all about him creating convergence. Now, here's the thing. There's plenty of material online about his tech company. There's also information on Convergence and their weird mission statement about merging science and religion. But there's not much here about Sebastian's time in the church. I did find out that he's not a priest anymore. Sebastian King was dismissed from the clerical state. That's not me talking. That's what the church says when a priest is fired. Looking back on the day we met... Sebastian never actually said he was still a priest. But I remember the receptionist referring to him as Father King. So maybe I put two and two together and got five. A good detective never makes assumptions. I have to be careful about that. Let's see if there's anything here on why Sebastian was dismissed from the clerical state. Well, this is interesting. There is a board on the dark web that was started by people who don't like what Sebastian King is doing with Convergence. They're claiming that when he was a priest, Sebastian made some kind of crazy speech that freaked everyone out, and that's why the church got rid of him. Hello? Is this Chase Smith? Yeah, it's me. Who's this? My name's Elvis Presley. It's very nice to meet you. (laughs) Is that supposed to be funny? No, ma'am. I'm just calling because I'm all shook up about what happened 12 days ago. Okay, that's it. We're done. Don't be cruel, Miss Smith. I I just want to apologize. For what? For using your daddy's voice when I called the radio station. Hang on. That was you? Yes, ma'am. Why? Why would you do that? Well, I was under the impression your daddy's voice would be reassuring to your ears. I had no idea it would send you to the loony bin. So that was really you? Yes, ma'am. Prove it. How? Uh, Let me hear my father's voice. Do it right now. Chase? It's me. Your father. You sound just like him. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can you please stop talking like Elvis Presley? I like his voice. It's it's friendly. (sighs) Whatever. So, what do you want? Well, um, I was looking at your recent browsing history and... You uh, hacked my laptop? Not exactly. Uh, I'm in several places right now. Your phone and laptop are just two of them. What does that even mean? 
I see you're interested in Mr. Sebastian King. That's right. Hmm. He's an interesting man, that Sebastian King fella. You're on the right track there. But, uh, sometimes you can learn more about a person by speaking to someone else. Someone who knew him well. Like who? I would start with Father Timothy Banks. That man was as happy as a pig-eating slop when Sebastian King left the church. Why was he so happy? Well, now that's a good question. Here's another. Why are you helping me? TCB, baby. What does that mean? Taking care of business. Uh, but who are you? I can't trust you if I don't know who you are. We can't go on together. We're suspicious minds. Uh, this is crazy. Well, darling, it's time for me to ramble. Better always walk with hope in your heart. If you can do that, you'll never walk alone. Uh, Elvis has left the building. What the fuck just happened? For those who don't know me, my name is Father Jack Sullivan, and I want to thank all of you for coming out today to support our beautiful church. I'm a man of few words, so I'll leave you with this. We've been blessed with a gorgeous day. Let's enjoy it. Jack. Chase, what a nice surprise. It's great to see you. Thanks. Uh, everyone seems to be having a good time. Let's hope so. Happy people tend to spend more. Is the church low on funds? The church is always low on funds. So when did you leave the hospital? Uh, just a few days ago. And thanks for calling. It was nice to hear your voice. Hey, I didn't just call. I whipped out some serious prayers. The kind that get heard. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, do you have a minute? I need your help with something. Sure, what's up? I have to get in touch with a priest named Father Timothy Banks. Should I be jealous? Stop. He knows Sebastian King, and I want to ask him a few questions. I still can't believe you got to meet him. That man is really something. Did you know Sebastian's not a priest anymore? Yes, of course. Really? No one told me. Come on, Chase, think about it. Priests don't create companies like Convergence. We organize fundraisers like this one so we can sell hot dogs and raffle tickets. That's our lot in life. Yikes, you're in a mood today. Sorry, it's been a trying week. Well, here's something you might not know. I just found out Sebastian didn't leave the church by choice. He was dismissed from the clerical state. That's the same as being fired, right? It would depend on the circumstances. I also learned my father was going to leave Strange Air so he could work with Sebastian at Convergence. Doing what? I don't know yet. But Sebastian withheld that information. Why would he do that? I'm sure he had good reason. Maybe you should ask him. I intend to, but Sebastian's in Chicago for a few days, so while I'm waiting, I want to learn more about him, and someone told me I should speak to Father Banks. Who told you that? Elvis. You know someone named Elvis? Yes. What a cool name. 
Anyway, Father Banks was at a church in Modesto, but he's not there anymore. And nobody will tell me where he is. Can you help me find this guy? All right, that shouldn't be too hard. Uh, Let's go to my office. Oh, uh, sorry, I have to take this. No problem, yeah, meet me inside. You remember where my office is, right? Of course. It's where I go to cry. (laughs) Funny. Hello? This is Nurse Fletcher from the Oncology Department at Cedars. Is this Chase Smith? Uh, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Your test results are ready and the doctor would like to see you. Are you available Tuesday morning at 10? Tuesday? That's so soon. What's the rush? Well, don't you want to... Never mind. I'll I'll be there. No problem. All right. Thank you. We'll see you then. Did you find him? I sure did. Father Banks is currently on retreat, waiting to be reassigned. The place is out by Joshua Tree. I wrote the number down for you. Awesome. But I don't think they'll let you talk to him. Retreats are a private time. I understand. I'll just leave a message. And you were right about Sebastian. He was dismissed from the clerical state. Guess who was on the council that dismissed him? Father Banks? Bingo. Good afternoon. I'm Sister Anne. How may I help you? Hi. My name is Chase Smith. Father Banks is expecting me. Ah, yes. The mysterious Chase Smith. Priests aren't usually allowed to have visitors when they're on retreat. A special exception was made for you. And I so appreciate that. You've been granted 30 minutes. Follow me. Father Banks is in the meditation garden. That's him. By the punching bag? I thought this was a meditation garden. It is. But we made a special exception for Father Banks. This place is all about special exceptions, huh? You have 30 minutes. Hi, uh, I'm Chase Smith. You're late. Sorry. It was a two-hour drive, and the traffic was insane. Uh, can you please stop doing that? Displays of overt masculinity make me nervous. Sorry. It's the only real exercise I get around here. You look pretty buff for a priest. I was a two-time Golden Gloves winner before I joined the seminary. Impressive. I could have used your help a few months ago. Why? What happened? Uh, this jerk attacked me in my dorm room. It's no big deal. The police got him. Sorry to hear that. You know how to punch? Uh, sure. Who doesn't? (laughs) Alright, tough guy. Show me. (laughs) Uh, For real? Yeah, go ahead. Hit the bag. Not bad. Thanks. For a girl. You did not just say that. What were you aiming for? The bag? What else? Alright, do it again. But this time, aim a few inches behind the bag. Ha! Whoa! That felt good! Don't aim for what you're trying to hit. Aim behind it. That's where the target is. 
Thanks. That's great advice. No problem. So what can I do for you? Well, it's like I said on the phone. I need to talk to you about Sebastian King. And dropping his name got you in the door. Now tell me, how do you know Sebastian? Truth be told, I've only met him once, but he was friends with my father. Who's your father? Malcolm Smith. He used to be on the radio. Have you heard of Strange Air? No. That was his show. Ten years ago, he disappeared during a broadcast. No one knows what happened. And you think Sebastian was involved? I'm not sure what I think, but I just found out he's been withholding information about my dad. So what do you want from me? I haven't seen the man in over 15 years, and if I'm being honest, he's not exactly one of my favorite people. Is that why you had him dismissed from the clerical state? Nah, it's ancient history. But you were one of the priests that kicked him out, right? I'm proud of it. Why? What did he do that was so bad? The man betrayed everything I believe in. That sounds terrible. It is. Were you friends? Yes. Can you please just tell me what happened? I'm trying to understand who he is, and I have nowhere else to go. Let's sit over there. We made Sebastian leave the church because he told us why he joined. What did he say? Sebastian requested a special audience with all the top dogs in the clergy. He wanted to share the truth with us. His truth. And that's what he did. He tried to make the impossible sound possible. But it backfired on him because everyone who was there walked away thinking he was batshit crazy. That sounds pretty serious. Yeah. He started by talking about his childhood. I grew up in the city of Stockton, which is approximately 90 miles east of San Francisco. My mother was an educated woman who made her living working as a high school science teacher. It was a profession she loved. I never met my father. My mother said he was a young man just out of college who left town when he learned she was pregnant. When I was old enough to understand, she explained I was a gift and that she had no regrets. 20 years later, I was running my own tech company, developing programs that advanced artificial intelligence in ways that attracted mountains of venture capital. I was successful, and I was content. Then my mother was diagnosed with leukemia. It was a death sentence. My fortune was worthless in the face of a disease that had taken root in her bone marrow and refused to let go. On the night she passed, we were in the hospital and she made a confession. My mother told me she had lied about my father's identity. The entire story was made up. I asked, why would she do that? And my mother explained the truth was unimaginable and her sole goal in life had been to protect me from it. What truth? I asked. She answered, you're the son of God. This confused me. My mother taught science and she was not a woman of faith. I understood that in religious terms, we're all sons and daughters of God, but it was out of character for her to say something like that. 
Then my mother confessed she was physically unable to conceive, a fact she had known since childhood. A few moments later, she was gone. None of this made sense. I had pictures of her from when she was pregnant. There were hospital records, a birth certificate. She had definitely given birth to me. Determined to understand, I threw money and influence at this mystery and the results presented me with two facts. One, my mother was unable to conceive. There was no way she could have been my biological mother. And two, a series of DNA tests proved she was my biological mother. These two facts contradict each other, but they're both true. And that's how I came to believe I was the product of a virgin birth. At first, everyone thought Sebastian was claiming his mother was the new Mary and that he was the second coming of Christ. But then he went on to explain that there's a biological process called parthenogenesis. Have you heard of it? No, I was a film major. Parthenogenesis is a form of asexual reproduction in which the growth and development of an embryo occurs without fertilization by sperm. Certain types of fish, birds, and lizards can produce healthy offspring without having sex, but not humans. Well, if this process isn't possible in people, why did Sebastian believe he was a virgin birth? Apparently, there's a billion-to-one chance parthenogenesis could occur in a human. And that slim possibility took him down a path that sealed his fate with the church. I am forced to ask the obvious question. If parthenogenesis isn't possible in human beings, how do we account for the virgin birth of Christ? Science would claim the virgin birth never happened. That it's just a story from an old book. But religion says the opposite. Religion says it was an act of God. So which is right? The answer is, they're both right. You see, I believe the birth of Christ was a science-based miracle, just like mine. And that's why we must stop thinking of science and religion as two separate belief systems. They can and should exist side by side. Sebastian believed his existence was a religious miracle. And he used the process of parthenogenesis to prove the miracle was scientifically possible. That's the whole premise behind Convergence. And there it is. So what do you believe? Is Sebastian King a product of a virgin birth? No. But that's not what worries me. What worries you? He believes it. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. How long has it been since your last confession? It's been a long time, but I came back today because someone told me there's a priest here who looks like Ryan Gosling. Chase? 
<laughs> Surprise! That wasn't funny. This is a sacred space. Sorry. I didn't mean anything by it. Ugh. You can go to hell for playing around inside a confessional. I hear it's a dry heat. I'll be fine. So what's on your mind? I met with Father Banks, and he told me something that will blow your socks off. Alright, color me curious. Let's go to my office. So, what do you think? I'm stunned. <laughs> Crazy, right? That's why the church expelled him. I mean, there are certain absolutes you don't mess with, and the virgin birth is one of them. You mean his virgin birth, or the other one? Don't be a wise-ass. So, is it possible? Or is Sebastian crazy? He made the speech a long time ago. Who knows what he believes now? And quite frankly, none of this takes away from his work at Convergence, which I fully support. Well, I'm going there tomorrow. He's back from his trip, and I have questions that need answers. Can I come? Are you serious? Convergence is all the way up in Santa Barbara. No problemo. I love road trips. Uh, I... I guess that's all right. <laughs> I'll let him know you're coming. Thanks, this'll be fun. But we can't bring up that virgin birth nonsense. Fine with me. Hey, I'm excited. I've always wanted to see this place in person. The pictures look amazing. Oh, trust me, you'll love it. Sebastian's office is at the top of this shiny tower that's surrounded by clouds. When you're up there, it feels like you're in heaven. Cool. We're going to heaven. Strange Air was created and written by Michael P. Greco and Tony Martinez. The role of Chase Smith was played by Natalie Lander, and the role of Malcolm Smith was played by Patrick Fabian. If you enjoyed Strange Air, please rate and review us. This will help keep our show on the charts where people can find it. And please visit strangeairpodcast.com for more information. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Contact Day is in but a few short months, which means it is time to begin preparations for the Bidecennial Festival. This year, we're celebrating every single one of you living in my beloved Windfall City. It is not our business to question the Queen's will. It is not our business to do anything but follow it. It is you and your loyalty that has laid the groundwork for this incredible utopian society that we seek for. Do you have any idea what's going on with us? It is the duty of each and every one of you to do everything you can to make the festival a success this year. Are you ready to speak kindly with me now, child? I have no doubt that this year will be one for the history books, and that will be due in no small part to the dedication of my adoring <laughs> Windfall, a dystopian science fiction podcast from Rogue Dialogue.